This evening, we chat to Amara Shakur. He's fighting for European internet users' liberty. He's an actor to activist here in Poland. Welcome, Amaru. Hi. Hi, Brian. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, over listeners of uh, Radio Huzar. So how long have you been fighting against these ridiculous proposals by the European Union? Oh, uh, too long, I think. Uh, well, it first started 21st of June uh, when we first heard about uh, the Jerry Committee. And uh, we actually, me and all the other people in uh, ACTA2, uh, started looking for any signs of uh, anti-ACTA movements uh, being created uh, massively on the internet uh, because we remembered what happened in 2012 once uh, the original actor was uh, about to uh, come online. So uh, I found a group and there was 100 people on it. So uh, a Facebook group and basically there was maybe five people who were actually uh, active in that group and the rest was like all the friends who were just uh, joined in, in even without the knowledge uh, so within about 10 days we started the first protests we organized them and it was 29 action day uh, sorry uh, action protests in 29 cities over all over poland wow uh, and it was a great success maybe not in all the cities but we managed to hit about 2 million uh, uh, hits for the hashtag StopActa2 within the Polish internet. Uh, and that was uh, a lot more than uh, Save Your Internet or any other actions uh, by that time. So, uh, and since then, we were hoping that it's going to be only this, uh, only this uh, June uh, voting. Because we didn't know back then, once we started, that this was only uh, a committee voting in the European Parliament. We thought that is the final vote back then. So you were pushing really hard, and now you're going to push even harder. <laughs> yeah, we were pushing like very, very hard. Uh, I basically uh, didn't sleep for about a week, maybe an hour a day, and was working all the time uh, against ACTA. Uh, so were my friends. So we were basically online 24 hours a day. And uh, we managed to secure the Polish politician scene. None of the Polish uh, European uh, uh, maps, uh, European uh, sorry, members of parliament, didn't vote for uh, ACTA that day. Excellent. So you were very successful politically within Poland. Yeah within Poland, but it was only in Poland back then. And uh, do you feel comfortable that only a very few people in the European Union are making a lot of the laws for 500 million people? So just like you said, uh, we feel very uncomfortable with this. Uh, the thing is that uh, the European Union uh, is governed by uh, three bodies, the European Parliament, uh, the European Commission, and uh, then there's uh, the European Council. And basically, only the maps from the European Parliament are the ones that we, are, we can vote on. So we choose uh, our representatives there. The rest, 
Those are people that we are not choosing, and those are the people who are starting and creating these laws, like Act 2, uh, that is, uh, of course, because we didn't mention it before, is the directive on the copyright uh, in the digital single market. So it was created two years ago, in 2016, by the European Commission. So uh, by people who were not voted into uh, any functions. Yes. For our listeners who are unfortunately not aware of what Article 11 and Article 13 are about, in a very uh, brief way, could you explain to our listeners uh, what that entails? Uh, Article 11 is going to give the press uh, president's, uh, president's law. Uh, so it's going to copyright the press articles. But each day news that you see on the internet they are going to be copyrighted. And the only way that you can use them is by buying a license. And it's not like the whole news article that you want to publish on your website is even a snippet. It's the title, it's the description. Even a picture in the link will be copyrighted. If you want to use it, then you have to pay a license for it. This is Article 11. And it's absurd. And you know that you wouldn't give a damn about this article because no one in the world could make you. How can they control you? So they came up with Article 13. They want every website, every hosting website, to have a plugin installed that will connect your website to an AI censoring infrastructure that will hunt down any copyrighted fragments on your website. And if someone would want to post a comment or you're going to post a new article on your website, this AI will stop it from even being published. Uh, so uh, the, this is basically what the new actor too is all about. This is about extremely dangerous, yes? Yes, it is. Well, for today, it's the copyrights, okay? But tomorrow, it can be anything. Tomorrow, uh, it might be a different opinion. It might be uh, hate speech. It might be, uh, I don't know. Uh, it might be even uh, an opinion that's the... Uh, that the powers that govern the uh, AI infrastructure uh, will want to ban. Like, uh... okay, <laughs> sorry. No, no, that's, that's fine. That's a take. Uh, let me ask you another question. Uh, do we know who is responsible for, for example, courting the European Commission to get this legislation passed? Uh, is it uh, a way to control what access to information Europeans have? Is, is that the, the motivation behind it? Or uh, is it really legitimate claims from the music industry and film industry to get royalties for their work? Uh, how do you see the development of this legislation coming along? What is the, what is the origin of it? Okay, uh, first of all, uh, to talk about this, we would have to head back to Act 1 from 2012. See, back in 2012, 
once the information about ACTA came online uh, and people got the news, they started to go crazy, wild, go out on the street, have rage. Uh, the anim- anonymous uh, activists hacked the websites of governments. Uh, uh, the messages were uh, listened to and viewed on YouTube uh, and other social media in the millions. So, uh, And it wasn't only this. It was the mass mainstream media that started to cover all that was going on in the minute. So each time an anonymous activist hacked a website, it would go in the news. Each time uh, there was a protest, it would be on the mainstream news. You sit down uh, by your TV and you see, oh my God, what's going on? So the powers would be, they have learned a very important message that they need the mainstream news industry on their side right now. And that's why we cannot say that it's the music industry that uh, wants this uh, directive or it's the uh, news industry. They are just bored because they have this uh, directive gives them additional rights. So they get more uh, more, uh, money out of it by the cost of uh, your and mine freedom on the internet. So they just, the music industry is speaking for lobbying uh, for ACTA, for Article 11 and for Article 13. Uh, The news uh, mainstream industry is silent. They don't say anything about the directive. They don't say anything about the protests, they don't say anything about us, they don't call us by our name, they use sometimes the word internauts, like with some cosmonauts or astronauts, internauts, but they don't use our name, they are very specific in what language they use while talking about this topic, and the person really that's responsible for this I mean, the the body that's responsible for this is the European Commission from the the beginning. And the European Commission is the European government. Yes. And how would you recommend that people who care about their freedom online respond to this? What is the the best thing that a European citizen can do to thwart the attack on our liberties? Okay. uh, First of all... uh you need to learn about ACTA too. You should visit our website uh, www.stopacta2.org and read as much as you can about ACTA. Uh, this is the topic that Google is over time uh, informing about, that YouTube is informing about. You must have heard it, about it. It comes by many names. Uh, you may heard that it's the copyright directive. Uh, you may heard the phrase uh, save your internet or save the internet. Or it goes by Article 11, Article 13, upload filters, link tax, filter net, and basically act that too. Because there are many, many different activists that started in different European countries to protest against this uh, and right now they are all combining under stop acta 2 so first of all you have to read then you should share the knowledge that you just gained and 
the last thing that you need to do, you need to show up at the protests. The protests are the only thing that will make the maps who will have the final say on the matter, on the issue, to vote against this directive as a whole. Because currently, this directive is in trilogue. So all the three bodies of the European Union are negotiating the final position, the final text of this directive. So it won't be actor one, sorry, it won't be directive version one uh, from the European Commission as it was before, and then uh, after a year another direct another version of the, another proposal because that's what they are saying the project yes. the proposal for the project of the directive. Yes, so they had three or four, and it was a big mishmash in one point because people didn't really know what they were talking about so someone read one version then there was the second and they just couldn't find uh, the right answer this is going to be in the trilogue the last and final version of the project and this project will be voted probably sometime probably end of March beginning of April and Till that time, we need to start protesting. We need to hit to the streets like we did in 2012. This is the only way the maps will see that if they vote for ACTA 2, then it will be the last vote they will make in their career because no one is going to vote for them ever again. And uh, when is the next big protest in Poland? I know you've mentioned folks should go to your website, but uh, is, is there a big protest around the country that is organized in the near future? Uh, in the near future, right now, uh, we are going to organize uh, first protest because, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Stop Acta 2 was uh, only based in Poland. So currently, Poland is leading the fight against Acta in all Europe. We managed to uh, make contact to the European Pirate Party and uh, to all the anonymous uh, in the entire European Union. So uh, we banded together and we are creating the biggest protests. The first wave is uh, going to start on the 19th of January. That's this Saturday, this Saturday. at 2pm. Yeah, in uh, 15 countries in 24 cities and this is the first run there will be more and they are going to get bigger and bigger now if worst comes to worst and this legislation is finalized uh how how do you see things working out online for users in europe uh, well, first of all, the internet is not going to be as it is today. You you won't recognize it. And it's not only that you won't be able to go on some torrent website to download something. This is not the issue. Actor 2, when it comes online, it's going to, within two years, change the entire internet. And what the real issue is, once there will be an infrastructure installed and all the website will be joined to it and you won't be able to uh, post, comment, whatever on the internet as you see fit because of copyright, 
then there will be no problem for the European government to hit a new directive. And maybe it's not just going to be a directive, maybe it's going to be some other kind of law, or maybe even not. Uh, because maybe some ministry will just use the infrastructure to block any other, like offensive words, offensive opinions to the government. Political parties, activists, thinkers, uh, science. (laughs) Exactly. So this, uh, the votes that, the voting that we're going to have on the European Parliament, on our representatives to the European Parliament, the maps, uh, this year is going to be the last one where we have a real opinion about who we are voting for and uh, we will be able to find uh, all information regarding those uh, maps of of those candidates. Uh, Within five years, there won't be this uh, option anymore. I mean, we won't have this option. We won't be able to find what we want on the internet. The precedents will already have been, yeah, to been set, stop. yes, yeah, to censor because that's uh, censoring. Well, basically, we are letting the government censor the last open, free media service, which is the internet, uncontrolled media service. Okay, you might say that Facebook is censoring. You might say YouTube is censoring, but there are multiple websites, forums, places in the internet where you can find the information you want. And this is going to be no more. The internet you know, well, basically it's going to get a lot smaller. It's going to be back like it was in the beginning of 2000. Okay, it's going to look better, but, and, but, the amount of information that we have today on the internet is going to get smaller. So this is really a destruction of our digital world. Um. Well, maybe not the destruction of the digital world, but the destruction of freedom of speech in the digital world. And because up to now, sorry, up to now, uh, wherever there were, uh, Ah, sorry. Uh, Wherever there were elections in the USA or in Poland, where they said that the right uh, side won, right? Uh, For Republicans in uh, the USA uh, or Prawo and Sprawiedliwość in Poland, uh, they won because of the internet. They didn't have any mainstream media, and it really was... uh, Unknown, yes. Who will win? People started getting information not from the mainstream media. They started yes. getting information from the internet on the candidates that they wanted to win. Uh, so, yes, I, I think this is a this is a very good insight into uh, the the world of ideas and politics. Um, when when Trump was on the campaign, basically all the mainstream media was pro-Hillary. There was almost uh, no publication, newspaper, or mainstream news channel that was pro-Trump. Yet, 
uh, people had access to the internet and they could read stories for themselves and they could see uh, how, how people behaved on the campaign trail. So, uh, yes, uh, the internet has been a leveling uh, for folks to see what is going on on the ground. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's just what you're saying. So basically, the powers that be, the, the uh, yeah, I, I have to say it because it's the liberals. It's, it really is the liberals. Uh, the people that say that they advocate for freedom, uh, in the name of freedom, they want to cut our freedom. So we will be free. And uh, I, I, I'm sorry because it's taking sides uh, in a matter of fact. And uh, in this case, I, I just need to say it because this is the, the fraction that is uh, the main fraction in the European Parliament. Uh, they have like 100% in the European Council. They have... Uh, yes, absolutely. Like, they just basically rule the uh, European uh, Union and they see that they are starting to lose elections in country by country like Italy. So they are getting scared. They need some kind of backup plan. And ACTA 2, this directive, is this backup plan. So basically, they just need, they say that it's copyright, but they just need to put censorship like undercover. They, they can't say that they want to censor the internet. They need to have a like legitimate reason to do it. But <laughs> this reason, you know, like, you have to know that if you're a creator and you're mainstream, like very, very popular, actor too, yeah, it's a dream come true for you. It really is. You'll get a lot of money more. Really, a lot of money more. But if you're a creator and you're not mainstream. Uh, a dissident. Mainstream, but, yeah, but like not very known or you know, some street level or hobby. Uh, underground, whatever. If you're working uh, in, with creating, like uh, programming, uh, graphics, you have to know that this will kill your uh, way of living and doing business on your creations. It will. Because, okay, you will have 100 control over who buys it. But please tell me who will know about you yes. if they won't have a fucking sorry internet to find out that you even exist and that your creations exist. Yes. Yes. Uh, so if this all passes, do you think that uh, folks will be reverting to using paper a lot more? <laughs> I, I know this is really cynical to say this, but um, if you're not able to promote yourself online because of the censorship, then uh, like, what options do people have? Like, do we need to buy pigeons and begin like uh, promoting our flyers through like sending pigeons to different countries? Uh <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Uh, well, uh, it it is only my opinion uh, that. <coughs> Once, uh, because this is going to be some kind of occupation and repression on the uh, society of Europe, on the normal people who use the internet basically daily. So they will need to find a way to communicate passing the uh, 
copyright directive, passing Acta 2, and then uh, everything that comes after it. Uh, so basically passing the censorship. And to do that, they might use pigeons, of course, but uh, I think that they are going to use sarcasm. Uh, they are going to uh, act like uh, people acted during communism in Poland or during communism in other countries, uh, trying to cheat the censorship by hiding the real meaning of the message. The problem is that we learn to communicate basically straightforward right now. So I say what I think. And yes. this is very handy, right? It's, uh, I, uh, it's very comfortable. Uh, and once Acta 2 comes online and you will want to say something that is going to be banned and banned and censored again and again, you will have to think of a way, intelligent way, to, uh, to, uh, sorry, to deceive the system, to fool it. So you will need to use cheats. You will need to use, you know, intelligence. You, you will need to, to be intelligent. And the thing is that the person that you're talking to, he will need to be intelligent as well. And he would need to know that you're following the system so he can understand what you mean. Because you're not going to talk straightforward anymore. And I'm sorry that I'm speaking uh, about this. It may be uh, viewed as some kind of uh, crazy, wacky, psycho talking. But uh, this is what actually happened in Poland. Uh, if you see uh, the movies uh, that, are made, uh, that were made during communism in Poland by people who didn't like the... Uh, communism uh, oppression uh, and we learned it in school how to talk in code so what I'm talking about to you right now is something that we learned in school about the creators during communism that were hiding messages inside the creations and the, the messages were that well hidden that the censorship oppression ministry didn't find them Yet people who were looking at him knew what's going on. Folks, uh, we really don't want a future where you have to speak in a cryptic manner. We want to be able to find information freely. We want to be able to share information freely. Uh, please support Acta 2. Get out on the streets on the 19th, that's this Saturday, and support your local Acta activists. Uh, we can't lose our internet to 27 commissioners of the European Union. Amaru, thank you so much for your time, and I know we will be chatting to you in the future. Keep up the good fight, and thank you for chatting to Radio Hazara this evening. Thank you very much, Brian. Thank you, everyone. Nice listening to you. Ride for ruin and destroy, destroy Article 11 and 13. Yeah, this is our last stand. I mean... You know, uh, just for goodbye, this is going to be the last battle. If we lose Acta 2, we will, there will not be any battles left. It's like the war is over. It's time to get onto a boat and go to America, basically. <laughs> yeah, but they have, they have the same thing, basically. It's not only, uh, it's not only Europe. It's uh, the USA, it's Australia. 
So uh, it's a Western civilization, basically. <laughs>